Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always somewhere in the park, my buddy John. Hey, John, pull up a park stool. Hey, uh, yeah, how about a uh, car in the shady uh, spot in Epcot parking lot? How about that? Well, you're somewhere in the parks. You're doing better than most of us, John. There you go. I wish I was somewhere under a shady tree in an Epcot parking lot. So, how you doing, buddy? Uh, it's, it's all right. I uh, had a rough day at work the other day there's nothing in the world uh, worse doug or there's very few things worse than wet shoes at work and uh, uh we've had some incredibly rainy days i happened to go on break right at uh right when the downpour was coming and my shoes got absolutely soaked uh let's see those sunday night and it was probably uh probably about the worst time last four hours of a shift i ever had it was horrible so. Yeah. But other than that, you know, small things in life. Yeah, so. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. My uncle used to do all the shoveling the snow in this area. And in our area, before the town blew up, back in the day when it was a smaller town, he had like all six developments that need snow removal. And I'd be out. And when you're out that many hours, I don't care what kind of boots you have unless you're wearing the rubber boots. You know what I'm saying? They eventually yep. get wet. And, you know, I know, I feel your pain, John. So. And speaking of feeling pain, uh, my throat surgery, touch on wood, so far so good. You guys can tell I'm here recording. I mean, throat's a little sore, but the show must go on, right, John? I, t- I told you to take a day off, but then you said Judith would, would riot and into the streets if we didn't have a show out for her, so you talked me into recording with you. So. Yeah, thank you, John. All three of our listeners would be really pissed off if, <laughs> if, if, if we didn't do this show. But, yeah. But so far, so good. I mean, you know, it's sore. It's kind of like a, a strep throat kind of deal. You know what I'm saying, John? Just annoying. Oh, yeah. Like, it'll feel good, and then I'll swallow, and then it, it's, it's yeah, pain again. Yeah. Yeah, but I I came home, and after recovering for a few hours, I got up, made my wife make me scrambled eggs, and I started eating right after surgery because I feel no matter how much pain it is, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to eat. Does that make sense to you? Sure. So 
I had hard-boiled, I mean, I had scrambled eggs and a couple pieces of toast and sucked it up through the pain. And, and the other good thing is, John, no pain pills. I'm only on Motrin, so I didn't get sick this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, the, the way those pain kill, pills are given out, you know, the more you can stay away from them, the better you f- uh, figure everything is. So. 100%. Like, my doctor was even so cool. I, supposedly, I was only on a Tylenol drip for pain during the surgery, not any morphine or anything all right because right. i yelled so much that i didn't want pain pills in me unless yeah. it was absolutely necessary so but i'm dealing with it i'm here with you thank goodness i'm i go to the doctors on thursday for the final results but so far so good john i'm i'm doing the show so i'm feeling good enough right johnny there you go there you go so and i know you're feeling good you're at tampa bay lightning are uh, in the in the finals they did better than my stupid sixers yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was a little disappointed for you, but yeah, the Lightning. Uh, let's see, the two games I've got to watch out of the last three, they won eight to nothing, and then they clinched it on uh, in Game Seven with the one to nothing win. And the one game that I couldn't see was the uh, loss that they came, the uh, they were leading two to nothing and let them come back and score three goals in the third to friggin' win the game or want two goals to tie and one to take it to overtime. So that was a good one to miss, honestly. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, was okay. Absolutely. I uh, I think my throat hurt more before the surgery than after the surgery, screaming at the TV with the Sixers. <laughs> I can imagine. I can uh, imagine. I, it just was so sad, dude, because we're, we we're a better team. We were. Uh, if I'd have owned that team, I'd have literally walked right down to the court and fired Doc Rivers after that 26-point loss. After we were up by 26 points and loss, I'd have fired him right on the spot. I'm, I'm sure your wife feels terrible that your 76ers lost, but at the same time, she's probably like, "Oh, thank God the season's over." Oh yeah, yeah. Now she's <laughs> counting down. Rest. Now she's counting down the days to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Hey, I gotta be. I can't be perfect in every single way, John. So I gotta have one flaw. So my flaw oh, okay. is I I yell at my Sixers, but. Uh, and your Eagles. Yes, and and the Flyers and the Phillies. <laughs> the Phillies and the Flyers don't get as much as my wrath as the Philly, as the Sixers and the uh, Eagles do, but they all get it. But before we continue on also, I want to thank everybody too during my throat surgery for reaching out and your prayers and thoughts and every all the friends of the show. I mean, everybody was so sweet and kind, and I really, really appreciate that. So, And we got another review, John. Holy cow. Unbelievable. They lied right to us, John, but I love them for lying to us, Johnny. This is the title. That's how I know they're fibbing. Best Disney podcast. Do we believe that, John? <laughs> uh, you funny. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's so sweet. It's nice. It's from it's called it's from the Ohio Mouse fan. So I'm guessing he or she is from Ohio. It says, you know, you're going way out on a limb there, yeah, but I think maybe, maybe you're correct. Dude, they don't call me uh, the great predictor for nothing, right, John? Yeah, Detective Doug. Yes. Uh, but anyway, it says, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come out and watch Johnny Orlando and Captain Handsome take on <laughs> the money grubber for the people mover belt. <laughs> it's the first sentence. Uh, then the, the, the first paragraph. The second one, this is the bed best podcast for anyone who absolutely loves disney but also sees some areas of opportunity like the barges at epcot like we do criticize 
They do, they do an outstanding job of covering all topics related to Disney, from parks to movies, and even their sponsored ESPN sports coverage. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is grapes, gra- grapes, great for trips to and from the world, or if you are just trying to get through a Monday morning. So, Ohio fan, thank you so much. Ohio Mouse fan, that really means a lot to us. That was a good review. He knows he listens because he knows we know they listen because they know our names, Johnny. Johnny Orlando and Captain Handsome, absolutely. Yes, so, yeah. yeah, we really appreciate it. Anybody that can take the time to leave us a review, it really makes our day. So. Yeah, it's the only thing we ask for. The show is free. That's that's the, that's the way you can repay us. Please go leave a review, even if you. In some way, shape, or form, form, find me annoying. Go over and say it. It's okay. I find it. I find it almost impossible for that to be. But you know, Johnny, right? I, you know, I guess there's always one, Doug. Yeah. So. Well, there has to be, John. You know, I, I know. Like I said, I know I'm not perfect. I'm 99%, but I'm not 100%. Nobody can be, John. I mm. suppose. But anywho. Uh, what else is new, John? How's the bus been treating you? You want to? Uh, how many days straight now are you on? Have you had a day off? Uh, I had to take a couple of days off the week before last, so I'm up to ten ten days in a row right now. So okay, uh, only ten. You know, I mean, good grief, really, God, slacker. So where so. you where where you've been running the bus today? Uh, I'm doing driver shuttles today and tomorrow. I've got the same paddle uh, sheet, which is what the route sheet is called for the day. Uh, today and tomorrow, I come in at exactly the same time and go home at the same time. That's pretty nice, actually. But, uh, yeah, I did driver shuttles this morning from Epcot Studios to Animal Kingdom. And this afternoon, I've got Epcot Studios, uh, Disney Springs. And uh, and it's a different – it's, you know, different because all I deal with is, is other drivers – so uh, there's no no upset children and no wheelchairs or ECVs. But at the same time, I mean, I work at Disney to interact with guests. So, you know, I, I take a break, but, you know, yeah. I, I prefer having the hotel runs. So. No, I hear you because it's change of scenery. You're not – I mean, pretty much most of the cast members all get on with the same attitude. I'm here for work. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and there's there was definitely uh, – you, you hear the grumbling, rumblings of, of different things. And I don't know, one guy on the bus this morning, he was just on and on and on, and he had been at Disney for 17 years, and he didn't and, – and I'm like, dude, well, if you hate it that much, quit. I mean, honestly, it's, it's not a forced thing. I mean, so. No, I hear you. Especially now, there's a million, there's gazillions of jobs out there. Nobody wants yeah, to work. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, you could switch jobs right now. Yeah, and actually, there's, uh, I mean, uh, there's plenty of bus driving opportunities here. I mean, Greyhound's hiring if you wanted to do over the road for like twenty five dollars an hour. So, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities. So. Well, I hear you. There's there's work everywhere right now. The only problem is in my industry, uh, the lumber prices are up forty percent. So I'm scared that. Uh, I want to be uh, slowly but surely losing work if things don't change. Yeah, yeah, your construction prices are going to go up. So they, They've already not, went. It's ridiculous. Really not the time to think about home improvements, I guess, unless you have to, right? Yeah, so. must have. But if you need wood or lumber, forget about it. I mean, it's yeah. uh, two by four four months ago was $2. It's eight something now, John. And Eesh. some places, ten. I mean, for a two by four. I mean, literally... Forever, you could buy a, reg, uh, a a number three grade two by four, the cheapest grade, yeah. for like a dollar eighty eight. Yep. You know, if you're just needing it for needing it for 
bracing or something like that, you're not framing nothing special, you would grab them. You can grab a 2x3 for $1.50. Now both of them are 8 9 bucks. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous right now. So, and gas prices, $3.15 we got up here now. Oof. Yeah, ours is uh, two eighty-seven. It's been hanging at that for quite a while. And and again, that is one of the things that I'm actually most impressed with at, at, on Disney property is that the gas stations don't gouge you on property. You know, you get near the airport where people rent cars. Uh, it's typically about five dollars more a gallon than the real price. Um, they they are nothing but scam artists that way. So yeah, if you do rent a car and you're on Disney property, make sure to fill up at one of these speedway stations before heading back to the airport. Hundred percent, and that was one of the things I've always been shocked about Disney too. And we've said it on this show before. I mean, gas is cheaper at Disney World in my house. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is on property. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Three speedway stations are all all cheaper than what you you pay up there. And I think the same reason for Magical Express, they actually do that just to keep people on property. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, but, anywho, yeah, gas prices and lumber prices are scaring the bejesus. So we need this show to pay the bills, John. So I think we're going to be in major (laughs) trouble. Thank God that supplements the income, right? Yes, yeah. I think we're in major trouble, John. Uh, Disney Park Pass availability increases for July 2021 at Walt Disney World including July 4th, so it looks like uh, more and more people. How's your passes coming, John? You're, are you allowed in more now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, your main gate they pass? Fu- yeah, I, I still have a problem like making a reservation for, for the parks a couple of days out, but what works for, for me right now, and I still haven't had the opportunity, but I've checked it a couple of times, is um, the after three things. So like today, for example, if I didn't have – responsibilities at home to take care of but yeah you know um but for for example like today i'm off at 5 13 um i would be able to check as soon as i finished my day on my phone and all four parks typically have been available um after three o'clock for the same day admission so after three i'd be able to go check and go to any park i wanted to so well that's pretty cool i mean uh, maybe uh, one of these days you can make some reservations if you have an easy day and Lisa could ride in with you and she can go to the parks while you're at work and then you can meet her for lunch or dinner one of these days. Well, that that would be something different because to get her in the park at, before 3 o'clock would be a pain. Um, no, but... I'm saying like if you wanted to, be in, it's starting to open up maybe a week out, you could make reservations for next week. You follow me? Yeah, I still can't do that. And so, so maybe yeah. at some point, yeah, yeah. But yeah, right now we still can't do that. No, the only thing I could do right now is, is sooner or later I'm going to be able to hang out here for a couple hours after my shift and go. Maybe even Tuesday, I don't know. Yeah. So, but like I said, working seven days a week kind of uh, makes my stuff at home get a little behind, if you can imagine. No, so. believe me, I know, Johnny. So. There's never enough time, my brother. Oh yeah. No, but but anyway, yeah, with uh, the fireworks returning to the magic kingdom and all throughout the parks uh, reservations are amping up more and more people are trying to go the first week of july i would want no part of walt disney world fourth of july unless yeah. i was like sitting on the balcony of the riviera or the contemporary and just sitting in bay lake tower all day but i would not want to be nowhere near the parks yeah my uh my shifts have steadily been increasing um 
the time I go in. So, you know, when I first started on my regular shifts, I was coming in at three or four o'clock in the afternoon and, and through time, um, just basically a little bit of seniority in the pool, I, I'm coming in at seven, eight o'clock now. That shift, those all changed for the 4th of July weekend because all of a sudden they need all hands on deck. So uh, that weekend I'm back to working at 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So, But that'll be okay because actually driving around I'll be able to see the fireworks. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, so. you don't feel like you're a part of it. At least you're getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah. And you're in the bus route, so you, you're not going to be in a ton of traffic. It'll be a pain in the butt because the idiot's getting in your lane. But for the most part you move pretty freely, right? Yeah, except for, uh, if you think about it, the one problem that we have is getting into Epcot, because Epcot is the only one without a uh, specified bus area, so we have to go through the parking plaza, and, you know, with Epcot opening at 11 o'clock, it becomes really, uh, from about 11 to 12.30, it is a massive pain to, to get in, because the traffic backs all the way out to World Drive, so. Well, I, I, I'm wondering with all the construction and everything they're doing with Epcot, why they don't improve that too while they're at it. Yeah, they're going to have to at some point because, like I said, it's the last one. You know, uh, Magic Kingdom, we've got specific areas. Hollywood Studios, we've got our own lane that goes to – I mean, uh, Disney Springs, we've got our own lane. Hollywood Studios is on the other side altogether. But that's a, that's a different problem all by itself because now all of a sudden they have Uber and Lyft drivers dropping off in the charter lot at Hollywood Studios. And I don't know if I've said anything, but Uber and Lyft drivers are probably the worst drivers in the entire world. So that's that's a different story. So. Yeah, they're not great as far as that. I could see they they, they feel like they're they're they feel like they're you guys. It's as important as you and uh, they park and go wherever they want. They feel like they own the place, right? Yes, absolutely. And and not to mention they're getting paid by how many people they take around. So they're in a rush. You know, total hurry. Well, I'm getting paid by the hour, and uh, safety is uh, our number one priority, and theirs is not. So theirs is to get to the next job to get another five bucks or ten bucks. So. No, I hear you. And just so you guys know on the show today, if Presley comes in and starts trouble, he's not feeling well. He hurt his paw yesterday. We had to rush him to the hospital. He's He seems better today. Yesterday he was crying a lot, so we had to lock him downstairs. So I had surgery this week, John, and I had to sleep downstairs in a lounge chair because we couldn't go upstairs because of the dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoiled much? Yeah, he's not spoiled at all, is he? No. No, no. Me and Brenda slept in the lounge chairs down in our office last night because we didn't want him running up and down the steps with his bad paw. Hey, uh, tell me he's not, he's not loved. You know. Uh, okay. All right. He's the biggest baby in the house. We probably baby him more than you baby JJ. Uh, it sounds like it. <laughs> or equal. I, I think it's equal. I think it's equal. Yeah. Uh, but anywho, yeah, he's feeling better today, thank goodness. Uh, new lobby layouts coming to Old Key West in Saratoga Springs. John, you hear anything about this? No, but it's, uh, I don't know, it sounds interesting. Let's see. Uh, Disney's Old Key West in Saratoga Springs will soon be updated with refreshed lobby designs and layouts. Both resorts will offer a new layout, which will see the traditional long line of desks replaced with smaller counters, similar, similar to the new lobby design we have seen at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Uh, at Old Key West, work will initially begin in the DVC den area, joining the lobby, allowing guests to check in as normal in the main lobby, 
Later, the main lobby will close for the work and check-in will temporarily move to the den. I hope they don't change that area much. I always like the little library den area um, themed after, like, Ernest Hemingway and, yeah. and his time in the Keys and stuff. So I really hope they don't change a whole lot of that. Um, at Saratoga Springs Resort, work will begin on the hallway outside the main lobby with the main lobby closing in August. Check-in at that point will move to the hallway and will also be available at the DVC Preview Center. The Porta Cochere will be closed between mid-July and late September. Work will begin on both resorts next week and should be completed by October. Have you heard anything about uh, Riverside yet? Not a word. Other than uh, they're supposedly all the resorts are booked for once the anniversary begins but uh, in October. But no, I haven't heard as to any type of a reopening. I know a lot of the resorts that have been partially closed are slated to reopen soon. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge being one of them. So. Yeah, I read this one article, and here comes Presley barging in the room. I, heard, I read this one article. It said, reports are circulating online about Disney's Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter having an opening date changed to October 1st. Yeah, so. yeah, that sounds about right, to get them open right for the celebration. So, so I mean, I'm hearing this, so uh, we were partially, you know, hoping maybe to be able to go again. We were talking, and that gives me hope that maybe I can uh, find something there. And it gives me hope of uh, beignets for breakfast is what it gives me hope for. I got my priorities. So. <laughs> yes, I mean, we were we were looking at Riverside, I mean, at a... Uh, Riviera and stuff like that, but you know, if Riverside opens back up, that has to be a possibility for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're supposed to go on a tour of uh, Riviera um, sometime, maybe my day off I have in August uh, to check out that the newest DVC resort. So, oh, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Yeah, and I was lying; it ain't even the Riviera; it's the, Cont- uh, the Coronado Springs, the new Destinino Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, that okay. I had. I temporary looked into if you follow me that's where we're i can't that's where i was hoping you know what i'm saying john yeah i gotta get permission john you i know, got you you I know i you. act like the boss around here but i'm really not no presley is apparently oh he's he's the <laughs> no he's the prince he's not the boss he's the prince oh, okay. okay the queen is the boss you know that okay. the king acts like it the queen actually rules and the prince gets everything that's how it works go. am i wrong yeah, sounds about right. Uh, previously sold out Disney After Hour Boo Bash Nights, once again available for sale. So this is telling me Disney's getting greedier and they're going to allow more people in the park, correct? Yeah, yep. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, let, let's just fill everything up and devalue what you, we just charged you $169 for because now you're not going to be able to get on as many things. So... According to the official Walt Disney World website, tickets are once again available for nights with the exception exception of August 10th and October 31st. Which knuckleheads are dying to get there on the 10th? I, I don't understand why you would you know, want to go to Halloween party on the 10th. I guarantee I know who a good quarter of them are. That would be your bloggers and your podcasters. Yeah, and yeah. Your, that, that's all them people because they all want to be the first ones to take the pictures and to report on the on the newest party. So well, that's a good 25, 25%, I would think. Well, I, yes, and I promise you guys, I promise you, 
when it comes to the parties, when Doug moves down there and we start running more YouTube and videos and do more once I'm down there with John, I promise you this, my rear end will not be at any of the parties to show you a video of it because out of principle, I won't show up. <laughs> You know, I, I might I want to go see the grand opening of a new hotel or a new ride or something like that, John. But I am not going August freaking 10th to the Magic Kingdom to see a Halloween party that I despise of in the middle of summer. Now, if you want to throw me a fourth of July, if you want to extend the fourth of July summer centennial bash to celebrate the be- our, our wonderful country, I'm in. You agree, John? Yeah, man. Yeah, sounds better to do on in August than uh, yeah. Halloween party. Yes. Yeah. So. But anyway, you can still buy tickets at 407-939-4240 to make, and make adjustments. Uh, the tickets are start at 129 and 139 plus tax for August and September nights. And 159, 169 plus tax for October nights. And 199 for Halloween because you know on Halloween they give you 10 times more than they gave you. If you go on the 31st, the show is going to be a thousand times different than it is on the 30th, isn't it, John? For thirty dollars more. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. Uh, they're going to give you so much more. You know what? We were actually out um, at Boardwalk on Halloween a couple of years ago, and uh, there was kids trick or treating on just through the <laughs> resorts. And honestly, I think that, that would be a better time than trying to go to the party on the 31st. I mean, they, they, there's a lot of uh, you go up to the front desk, or at least at that time. I don't know with the new COVID and all that crap, but um, uh, the they were just trick or treating at the at the counters, and that looked more fun than trying to fight the crowd at Magic Kingdom. But 110 percent, John. 110 percent. D23 event announced for November 2021 at Walt Disney World. So you're going to get there at D23 Expo, John. Yeah, it's about time they have something here. Yeah, so, anywho, you want to read it or me? Yeah, let's see, D23, the official fan club, has announced that it will host Destination D23 November 13th, 19th through the 21st at the Contemporary Resort at Walt Disney World. The event was due to take place in November 2020 at Walt Disney World, but was postponed due to the pandemic. Tickets go on sale for D23 Gold members in July. The biggest Disney fan event of the year is coming November 19th to the 21st. Join D23, the official Disney fan club, as we celebrate 50 years of the Walt Disney World Resort and more. Be the first to hear exciting announcements and see sneak peeks from the many worlds of Disney's and relive your favorite memories with behind-the-scenes stories, special guests, and so much more. This fan-favorite event. Eh, I would love, I wouldn't mind. I, I just want the announcements of what's coming, that's all. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd enjoy watching stuff on video than uh, to actually try to go wait in line for those events. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this, John. And and everybody knows I love The Incredibles, but I'm not. The room looks pretty cool, but for myself, I wouldn't want to. I don't know if I'd want to. I don't think this room is. As much, I'd rather be in a regular room because I don't think the theming of this room is going to make me justify probably paying $150 more a night because it's a, an Incredibles room. What do you think? I actually really liked it. I thought it looked really cool. I think it's uh, theme, it's themed well, but it's it's not, not over, over the top. Yeah, it's not over the top, but it is themed pretty well. 
And I think if you're an Incredibles fan, I think you'd really get a kick out of it. Now, if you're not, you know, if it's not your favorite movie, then I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's your favorite movie and you got a couple of kids. Yeah, I think it, I think it'd be fun. If you're if if you have the kids and the family go. But I'm just saying, like, for me, myself and Brenda, I would not pay the extra to stay in that room. Well, I don't think we'd pay the extra to stay in the princess rooms or the no. pirate rooms at Caribbean Beach. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, but it, no, if you've got a you got an eight year old um, daughter and a ten year old son, yeah, I, I could see you doing it. But I will say, dude, the, now the rooms that are the standard ones are absolutely gorgeous. I love those rooms. You can see the side by side pictures. Yeah. You know, I I do love the new contemporary rooms. I I I, I don't. I don't know. I, if you like the theme rooms, enjoy them. I'm not a theme room kind of guy. I just want to go chill in a in a nice room, if if that makes sense to you, John. I I wanted I want to decompress sometimes from the parks when I get back from the parks. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? I, I can't imagine what you're talking about. Uh, working uh, seven days a week, I, I I I just want more Disney. Yes, there uh, you no, go. Not really? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I can take a break. Yes, I can. Uh, uh, Epcot rope. Epcot. Epcot rope drop, say that three times fast, is uh, you can see the crowds out front now, John. There's no social distancing. No, there's no social distancing. Nobody's wearing masks outside, and most people aren't wearing them inside. So, what? Which leads us to the other thing. Yay, Disney World cast members go maskless indoors and can once again handle guest items, including cameras. I finally saw, I actually saw a uh, cast member taking a picture for a couple this morning. I was like, it's about freaking time. Uh, Disney has updated its mask policy beginning today for Walt Disney World cast members, allowing those who are fully vaccinated to discontinue the use of face coverings, whether indoors or outdoors. Following the similar guest policy introduced earlier in the month, cast members are still required to wear masks when using Disney transportation. In addition to the new mask policy, cast members are also allowed to handle guest personal items, including cameras and mats. Those cast members working at point-of-sale registers can now can also now opt out of using secondary protection, which includes the plexiglass barriers. Disney will once again be relying on the honor system to determine who is fully vaccinated, and they require guest members to sign into the policy to remove masks. These changes come as Disney continues to transition Walt Disney World away from COVID-19 mitigation phase towards something approaching a normal state of operations. Yeah, well, hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, Doug, out of the, the new rules that were put into place, there's two that I would really like to see left around, but I, I'm pretty sure they won't be. And that one is the personal space. Yeah. People back off a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, honestly, you don't need to. And and uh, me and you have talked about it before, the face talkers, the close yeah. talker people. Why, you don't need to be in my face to talk no. to me. And the other thing I'd love to see, especially out here, is to leave those uh, uh, hand sanitizer stations up all over the place. Um, because I think that because COVID-19 is not the only rule or no. not the only um, uh, thing that we've always had issues with. I mean, uh, you know, as well as I do, going to Walt Disney World, most of the time you come back with a little sniffle or something because you're going to pick up germs. So if the, those were in place all over the place. And if we continued to, to spray down the buses as much as we have, I think we could cut down on that a lot. A hundred percent. And I know a lot of people are still wearing, they say they're going to wear the masks because they haven't gotten colds in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can't think of the last time I had a stomach flu or, or a or cold or the flu. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely, but but I I'm not doing it. No, <laughs> I mean, but I just stay again. I, I I was playing golf a couple weeks ago and I, and 
this one guy comes out and starts talking to me, and I, 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 and I finally go to him, dude. How many times do I have to walk away from you for you to realize I, 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 I don't want you in my face? And he's like, "What is your problem?" I said, "I do now. That's my problem. I just explained Nothing. to you what I just explained to you what my problem is. And now you're asking me what my problem is. <laughs> I don't need to be talking to you. Just leave. Leave me alone." It was somebody I was on the putting green, and we started talking, and he just kept. He was asking me a question about my my old putter, an Odyssey putter I have, and. And I'm explaining to him, and he keeps walking closer, and I'm walking away. And then when he finally goes, what's your – that's exactly my problem. You're an idiot. Yeah, no. You're not taking the hint. <laughs> no. I, I, when I go to him and I go, could you please step away from me, dude? Like, I don't want you in my face. What's your problem? That's my – I just explained to you my problem, you <laughs> moron. And then um, then everybody's looking at me like I'm the idiot because I'm yelling at him. Like, I just explained to you, you moron. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but people – yeah, just stay out of my face. I don't. I I get it at work too, John. Like you'll yep. have a guy walk in the room and he walks like like I can hear, dude. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah. And 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 I don't want to uh, geographically label people, but it does seem to be. Uh, I run into that problem more with people from the Northeast than yeah. anywhere else. I had a salesman; he was from Jersey, and he had this uh, this tendency to 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 be with. Well, he wanted to be within a foot and a half of your face while he's talking to you, dude. No, no, that's all right. No, <laughs> back up, back up. No, leave me. Get no. I don't. If I smell your breath, good or bad, exactly. I'm too close, exactly. dude. You know, yeah. I can hear you fine. A hundred percent. Uh, big business returning. More and more people are, you know, Animal Kingdom has had the park totally rented now. So corporations are renting the parks after normal business hours. So that's overtime for Disney cast members coming up, it seems like. Yeah, I saw that the other day. There was uh, signs in the break room in Animal Kingdom the other day on the video screen uh, uh, telling people that they were renting the park out or that it's I think it's a big insurance company out of Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and, and that always seems like a great time though. If I could ever get one of these jobs, yeah, <laughs> that would rent the entire park out. So hopefully, uh, my five-year anniversary will be next year. Hopefully, they do have that uh, party back by that time. So we'll see. So. <clears throat> well, uh, fireworks. I mean, we the, our lovely uh, reviewers and that uh, did a review for us uh, talked about the barges at the at the animal. I mean, at uh, Epcot, the ugly barges in the water. But good bar, good uh, perimeter, good firework news is being uh, launched here. New fireworks launch pads for behind the scenes at the Magic Kingdom, John. Fantastic. Uh, Disney has filed permits for a handful of new firework launch pads to be built behind the Magic Kingdom. The launch sites in the plans above labeled blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah <laughs> can be seen here. So uh, each pad consists of reinforced concrete pads surrounded by reinforced gravel and enclosed with a chain link fence topped with barbed wire. John, they don't want anybody getting to these pads. Um, but but the, the perimeter launch locations for its special edition fireworks shows to surround guests with fireworks. The show with perimeter fireworks have traditionally taken place July 4th, New Year's Eve, Halloween, and Christmas parties. I'm hoping what the new launch pads say is, during the 50th anniversary, we're going to have the special fireworks every night. Yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it, um, or at least at least several times. Yeah. But, yeah, and I know they're going to have uh, a really big show. So Yeah. Uh, more props added to the new Magic Kingdom Jungle Cruise sunken boat scene. Looks like there's a crate. And uh, more of the uh, looks like more of the hippos are there now, John. Yeah, very cool. 
Yeah, I guess it's supposed to look like the uh, the other Jungle Cruise uh, boat sank, and then the the merchandise or whatever or the uh, cargo was floating away. So yeah, so you have a you have a a, a little uh, crate in the water, like a footlocker, couple boxes, and then it looks like one of the uh, raft uh, or the life the safety rafts, or, yeah, lifesavers yeah. thrown out there. So, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it just gives you another element of uh, something just happened here. So. And more work continues on the Tomorrowland walkway. I don't know why they just didn't shut that part down for a day or two and just redo the whole thing and be done with it. You got me. Uh, Disney is seeking Disney magic makers to reward those who make magic in their communities. Uh, Disney Park Experience and Products announced Disney Magic Makers Contest, an all-new nationwide search to recognize and reward those who make ma- who make magic by bringing comfort, support, and joy to those around them. Starting today, starting today through October 2021, October 1st, 2021, any U.S. resident over 18 can be nominated. Can nominate a person who inspires them for the Disney Magic Makers contest by visiting DisneyMagicMakers.com and sharing a positive impact they have made. John, you got to send me in how positive I am for you. Uh, uh, you magic maker. You. Yeah, I do this show every week, John, with you. We make magic, don't we, buddy? Sure. Uh, 50 nominees who inspire acts of kindness, compassion, and creativity best exemplified the values of Disney magic makers. John, how many? How much more kindness and compassion can you have than myself? There you go. There you go. Uh, the world's most magical celebration for the 50th anniversary and a one-year subscription to Disney Plus. I already have that. People can further celebrate the hometown heroes with public posts using Disney Magic Makers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. All of us at Disney have been inspired by the countless acts of goodwill by people across the country throughout the pandemic, said Josh DeMarco, chairman of Disney Parks Experience and Product. These magic makers and their stories have changed us in ways we've never could imagine. That's why we are so proud to celebrate those who continue to make everyday magic a reality. To keep the magic in motion, Disney will donate a total of 400,000 among four nonprofits that demonstrate resilience during the COVID-19. Make-A-Wish, Starlight Children Foundation, Boys and Girls Club of America, and Nature's Conservancy. These organizations each found unique and innovative ways to continue serving the community when they needed magic most. And head the search begins now. For more details, head over to DisneyMagicMakers.com. So, uh, while we were, I was talking, John, you put me in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's why it's so quiet over here. Oh, I, thank I you. I appreciate the, it. Doug Davis is uh, the magic maker in, in, in Jersey. So. Yeah. Did you see the new uh, outfits for the uh, 50th anniversary? <laughs> you wanted so much to call, call them uniforms, right? <laughs> yes. They are uniforms. I, I was between costumes and outfits, but they are uniforms. 
today we get our first look at the new outfits that Mickey and Pals will wear for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration later this year. Mickey and Minnie will be joined by their best pals, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, Pluto, and Chippendale, all dressed in sparkly new looks, custom-made for the 18-month event, highlighted by embroidered impressions of Cinderella Castle on multi-toned, iridescent fabric, fabric punctuated with pops of gold. Mickey and Minnie will be the host of the world's most magical celebration, joined by Walt Disney World cast members at the heart of this event, who will be wearing new iridescent name tags designed for the 50th anniversary. Uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary begins on the 1st of October and will take place over the rest of the uh, century. Yeah. <laughs> About 18 months, yeah, I so suppose. Two, yeah, uh, but it's always <laughs> usually a minimum of 18 yeah, up to two yeah. years because there's still remnants hanging around after that too yes absolutely so and to add to that new nighttime fireworks and projection show disney enhancement coming to the magic kingdom which we've been reading about reading about harmonious confirmed the debut on october 1st 2021 i hope it can with all that ugly crap in the uh lagoon disney kite Tales daytime show flying in the Disney Animal Kingdom for the 50th anniversary. That sounds pretty cool, John. Yeah, I, I saw a bit of this, and it looks really interesting. They're going to have uh, basically the amphitheater at uh, where Rivers Light was. They're going to have a kite show during the day, and I, that just sounds like a good idea all around. You know, because it's it's at Animal Kingdom, it's quiet. You know, you're not going to scare the animals. It's going to be something during the day instead of. Um, all, all the entertainment concentrated in the evenings and stuff like that. So I think it's a great idea, and I just hope they find a way to tell a good story using the kites. So. Yeah, it says it'll come alive several times daily. Performers will fly wind catchers and kites of all shapes and sizes while out, while out of the water elaborate three-dimensional kites, some stretching 30 feet long, will depict Disney animals, friends, including Simba, Zazu, Baloo and King Louie, these colorful creations will dance through the sky and to the beat of your favorite Disney song. So it sounds like a good time, John. You know, and that, and that was like, that was my third or fourth career choice. Professional kite flyer. And there, you know, I, I could have done it, right? Yeah, you could have done it. But, you know, I, at the time, I just didn't know where I would transition to a professional mm -hmm. uh, career. But, but there it is. So. Yeah, well. There's a video, there's some videos out too. First look at the finished finished harmonious show from inside epcot have you seen this yet john no i didn't watch it have you seen it no i gotta head over I, i've seen the pictures the pictures uh, the barges look beautiful at night when they're covered no good but at least it's something well in the pictures i haven't seen the video yet okay uh it says it's a grand powerful tribute to unifying power of the story song embracing new technical magic that incorporates pyrotechnics, fountains, lighting, and media in new ways. Harmonious will feature new inspirations of classic Disney songs reimagined in more than a dozen languages by a diverse group of 250 artists from around the world. Fireworks will return to Epcot ahead of Harmonious with the updated version of Epcot's Forever launching July 1st. So that's uh, just around the corner, John. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, given the chance, I want to go see this uh, placeholder show before they actually start the, the new one. And, of course, we will. everybody will have to go see the, uh, the big show once it goes. Uh, what do you think about these? Uh, 50 golden character sculptures will appear across all Walt Disney World theme I love parks. It. As, 
Oh, part of the 50th anniversary celebrations. Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy, uh, Goofy, Pluto, and Chippendale will be part of a new collection of special golden character sculptures debuting October 1st across the four parks. There will be 50 characters, go figure, featured overall, and according to Disney guests, will be able to interact with the Disney Fab 50 in a surprising way as part of the 50th anniversary celebration. So this, and in some way, they're going to be uh, interactive, so that'll be interesting, probably with your smartphone, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, of course it'll have to be that way, John. Yep. Yeah. So let's see. Fifty. I, I'm thinking what they have. Twenty at Magic Kingdom and ten each at the other parks. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Magic Kingdom should have more. I would think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but I don't know. It looks they look really cool. And it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting, and uh, that might be some kind of. A uh, scavenger hunt goal to find all fifty, you know. So, yeah, and now you want to talk about something negative, John? Uh, sure. What's that, Doug? Uh, this idiot, idiot on a TikTok. Did you see all this, John? Oh. <laughs> yes, the the dingbat. Yes. Yeah, it goes to show you that we reward bad Bingo. intentions. It, it's it's like, and then they put it out there. To reward it even more, this girl wore wore a a revealing T-shirt and showed some under the carriage kind of thing of the upper (laughs) torso. Is that proper way of putting it, John? Yeah, under the carriage. I like that. Yes. And they complained. They told her her shirt was too revealing. So Disney, instead of kicking her out of the park, which they should have done. They reward her with a $50 voucher for a new shirt, but after she spoke to a manager, she ended up with a $75 spirit jersey. So, bad behavior gets rewarded, and I, I don't think they should have rewarded her. Do you, John? No, and then especially now that she's went and made videos about it and told everybody else about it. So, I imagine now there's probably um, several people a day trying to find their way to get free t-shirts it's just i don't know for the majority most people are good people and don't do stuff like this but there, there's always got to be the one you know it's a, it's the same thing you remember several years ago where there was um people making videos of telling you how to get the uh guest assistance pass when you really didn't need it and stuff like that there's always somebody trying to gain the system and take advantage of uh things that are in place to 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 help other people i mean aven- originally we are supposed to give those vouchers away when uh, you're sitting at a, at a, at a, a uh, bench and a seagull poops on your shirt. You know, that's what it's for. It's not for, well, I, I wanted to, you know, purposely get a free T-shirt, but, yeah. No, no, it's just wrong. Just like the idiots, too, that would use their passes and, and get rent people, rent themselves out for the day to get everybody to yep. the front of the yep. line yep. and charge same, same, for that. Same mentality. Yeah. 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 Uh, new Cinderella Castle belt buckle arrives in the Magic Kingdom. It's nice looking, but I would feel like Wallowitz on a Big Bang Theory if I had this belt buckle on. That's all I'm saying. You'd have to watch Big Bang to know what I'm talking about, John. He's a goofy scientist that uh, wears all these crazy Marvel and Star Wars. and He has different belt buckles on every show, John. So he would, okay. he would be the one that would buy this. Uh, okay. First structure fully enclosed at site of Journey of Water at Epcot. That's good to see, John. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're moving forward with it, so that's, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm looking at that belt buckle now, Doug. I'm, I'm thinking, what rodeo did they give this away? <laughs> uh, yeah. The Circle D Ranch Rodeo, John. Rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. Who rode the seven-foot Clydesdale, John? <laughs> the bucking Clydesdale. So, well, I guess they hand it out to the to the cowboy that breaks the horses that pull the trolleys because they're all wild when they get them, right, John? Yeah, yeah, they're crazy horses. Just yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wild stallions. Yeah, raised from babies, spoiled like brats, which they deserve to be, John. I watch many videos on those horses, and they, they're living their best life, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, and it's a beautiful barn. That barn is better, is uh, in nicer shape than I would say the vast majority of the houses in Central Florida. <laughs> I I would honestly, if I had the choice of pulling up to a random stranger's home and have to sleep on the floor, or going to the Circle D Ranch and sleeping on the floor, I would choose the Circle D Ranch, wouldn't you, John? I, I drive by it when I'm doing the fort when I have the the routes out there. And we have to keep our windows down right now. And so every time I drive by there, I'm purposely trying to get a whiff of, of horse poop. And yeah. you can't even smell it. Like, yeah. What do you people do? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, so. that's why anybody that tries to call the Animal Kingdom a zoo is, is an idiot. Because th- that don't smell like any zoo I've ever been to. What about you, John? <laughs> No, no, it's amazing how. Yeah. How, <laughs> speaking of that, I, I felt so bad the other day. Um, uh, you know, they run the um, Anna and Elsa through Epcot, and they um, they they towed them in a in a uh, carriage behind. I think they're belt. Uh, they're either Pertrons or Belgians, but they're the big, huge horses like the size of Clydesdales, and um, and so they're they finish for the day and they're backstage and I'm driving past the bus and Anna and Elsa are out of the out of the cart and the horse is making its way, but the poor woman who is pushing the poop trolley is still having to follow <laughs> the, the, the horse all the way back to its uh, its carriage and I'm thinking there's some crappy jobs at disney but yeah. that might be the worst uh, yeah, well, but you know if you're a horse lover and that's where you start that's where you start right yeah so. hopefully that leads to her riding the carriage and everything else down the road having yep, her own yep. horse to take care of you know what i'm saying john yep exactly exactly so but yeah i also saw that horse getting ready for the day and there was the uh i don't know what you'd call her what would be a hairdresser for a horse uh, but a, uh, a groomer, I suppose. Yes, a groomer. Um, but yeah, she's up on a, on this giant step ladder standing next to it. And the horse has its head cocked to the side. Like, yes, I know I'm beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. Please. Just a little off the top. So. Uh, I hate to admit that. I say that every time I'm at the barbershop. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Excuse me, Nino. Let me look at the beauty, which is me. Great job. You have a perfect face to cut the hair around. I have to tell him every time. God almighty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny, Johnny. Then, again, let's continue with the rewards, which I'm happy about this. But the same thing with the COVID. Walt Disney World offering $1,000 sign-on bonuses for new cast members. So, again, people not working, getting rewarded to go back to work. The same way now, John, me, you, and everybody else went and got our COVID like we should as good, responsible human beings. But if you don't go, now you get paid to go get it. How is that fair to me and you, John? Like, they have states are holding lotteries now. People are getting free tickets to shows and, and free this and free that and I did the right thing, and we get nothing. John, every Disney cast member should get a $1,000 bonus. 
Yeah, yeah. And actually, they're they're not only doing that, but they're giving uh, well, they are in a way not everybody, but they are in a way giving us referral bonuses if we can manage to find somebody that signs on in uh, housekeeping or uh, uh, food preparation roles, and they actually get a job out here. We do get a five hundred dollar kickoff. So, but my point is, you've just worked right ten, ten straight days. Besides your little. Uh, thing that you had to take the day you had a couple days off but prior to that you didn't have a day off in what 20 some days after vacation so you've 38. worked 38, 38 so so let's just say you work 48 out of the last 51 stinking days and you get nothing but somebody who's been off collecting unemployment with their feet up eating bonbons all damn day are going to get a thousand dollar bonus to go back to work it just again we re this country rewards but backwards can we agree with that john well, and and that I told you Disney does it quite often. I mean, because they are so weary about uh, upsetting people that at times, yeah, we constantly are rewarding, uh, I guess, with bad behavior. I mean, yeah. you walk across, you know, obviously, Doug, you're at, at the uh, bus terminals, and you don't just cross randomly wherever the hell heck you feel like it, but people do, and nothing happens to them, you know? Mm. I mean, honestly, uh, I saw one at Disney Springs a couple of weeks ago and I wanted the bus driver to just not even open the door. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he can't, uh, a father came with his like four children right down the middle of the, of the bus lane, uh, dragging his wife and, and pushing a stroller. And then we have to open the door and let him in. It's ridiculous. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so, no. no, I hear you, John. It's very, very aggravating is what it is. Yeah, we reward bad behavior. Uh, I'm, now, you could reward me with this for good behavior, John. New Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover, mover water bottles arrive. Paging hey, hey, Dr. Dr. Tom Morrow. Paging do- Mr. Tom Morrow. I said Dr. Morrow. You, can you tell I've been dealing with He's doctors? He's been promoted. He's been promoted. Can you tell I've been at the doctors a lot the last couple weeks? <laughs> uh, paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. I really, I like this because it has the people mover car on it too. And the car, I, I want one of these, John. And they're so cheap, Johnny. They're only 30 bucks. <laughs> well, you know what? If they're insulated and they do the whole thing, that's probably, that's about $10 more than the one I paid from Walmart, um, the plain black one. So Yeah, yeah but I think they're, uh, we're, yeah, no, I, I, I lied, John. I exaggerated. They're only twenty-seven ninety-nine. Yeah, see, yeah, about seven dollars more than I paid. So, uh, and actually, I would pay seven dollars for a logo with a people mover on it. So, yeah, I want to get one of them, Johnny. And and the thing is, usually there's not many things that are twenty-seven ninety-nine. It's usually twenty-nine ninety-nine. So I was wrong, but right anyway, John. There you go. No, I'm only kidding. New mass signage added. You don't have to wear them. Screening added to centerpiece ring barge for Harmonious and Epcot. What is this screening added? Oh. Uh, with Harmonious set for October 1st, Epcot, for the, for the resort's 50th anniversary, works speeds along in time for the first official show. Today we caught a glimpse of the additional work being completed to the centerpiece Ring of the Barge. The big monster Evil Knievel looking ring, John, whatever the heck you want to call it. Uh, crew members aboard the crane were adding a more decorative screening to the entire centerpiece of the barge. I don't see it. It looks like just gray stuff over the wires, John. Ain't that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. 
Yeah, it appears the screening is just about complete on the opposite side of the centerpiece ring. Barge now as well. Crew members were still working on the lower right-hand side when we walked around World Showcase. The photos were taken below, so look at them. It looks like they just added netting, like a, a gray uh, canvas over top the, the, the black steel that you could see, John. I, I mean, I, I'm thinking they put some kind of scrim up, like on one of the buildings on Main Street when they're redoing them, didn't you? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh... Ohana preparing to reopen, carpet being replaced at Disney's Poly. So I'm excited about all the resorts reopening, John, because I got trips to book that I'm having problems with. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's time to get them all reopened and, and back to uh, uh, everything acting normal out here. And just uh, please, at some point, let me take my mask off. Yeah. That'd be nice. I don't believe you still have to drive the bus with a mask. I, I, I keep it on if there's guests on board but otherwise uh, i take it off and anytime i'm standing outside i have it off so i mean uh if the guests have to wear it on board then i have to wear it but um other than that you know if i'm driving the bus by myself i take it off i don't know if i'm supposed to but it is what it is so yeah i was being because uh, my wife wasn't allowed in the waiting room even though she has the COVID testing and she's, you know, vaccinated and all. So they wouldn't let Brenda in. I had to go into surgery by myself. And what I find funny is, which I'm all for it, and I'm all for rules and regulations. You know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for the rules, John. You know, that's who I am. But I asked them, I, I had asked out loud, I said, Are, is, so does this mean everybody in the office is still completely quarantined? Like, none of you just go out to dinner, you don't go to supermarkets? Like, I don't understand the whole thing. If everybody working inside the doctor's offices are free and roaming around, what this is different does it make who's in the waiting room, John? If they just went to Burger King and, and saw 30 people, what's the matter when they get back if Brenda goes in? <laughs> yeah. <room> with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when I had them on the phone, I go, oh, it's such a shame that you guys aren't allowed to do anything. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, you don't go out to dinner. You don't go food shopping. You don't do nothing, right? You leave the office and go directly home. She was, and, and she's like, they, like she knew, understood then exactly what I was getting at. If you understand. <laughs> hey, go figure. Oh, it's Doug. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, but right is right wrong is wrong john you understand what i'm saying uh photos boat moves off track causing delay on pirates of the caribbean i wanted to ask you john did the boats go off track a lot when you were there no i never saw it happen and i read through the story and it seems like a whole lot of hoopla hoopla about nothing a boat moved off they put it back on the track <laughs> okay oh. so it was a delay but i'm sure it happens every once in a while it is what it is so. hey john you don't, think, think, you don't think it all nasty and cocky about <laughs> i mean we're a disney newscast you worked at pirates i figured i might be breaking a story here i'm no, just curious no, i'm not trying I, to de i'm not trying to ridicule pirates and it. It. you're very it, personal man. about pirates i know you are <laughs> jeez uh, i read through it and it was like they were trying to make a big deal out of it it's really not that big of a deal I didn't, uh, no and actually what it looks like is probably the boat um was empty and therefore when it came down and it got tapped by the full boat behind it it gave it a little too much oomph yeah. and popped it right off the rail Hoop, right there it is yeah there right, it is so. off the uh, track uh, what is this, John? Eight Spoons Cafe reopening this weekend at Disney Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, I'll be honest with you. I know almost every restaurant. I've never heard of Eight Spoons Cafe at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Have you? 
I might have. That might have been one of the places because there's there's a lot of those little kiosks that yeah. have uh, interesting little food around. So it might be one that I ate at. If it's the macaroni and cheese one, then it definitely is the place that I ate at. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, Eight Spoon Cafe at Animal Kingdom reopening Sunday. That would be today. Uh, the quick service mac and cheese location. So, yes, yes, I have eaten here. Uh, I know where that here. is. I just didn't realize it was called Eight Spoon yeah, Cafe. Interesting. Due to physical distancing and limited capacity for the last year, the hours are listed as 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 daily for the foreseeable future. So for lunch. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I actually had the – it was a macaroni and cheese with a sweet sriracha uh, um, sauce and shrimp, and it was killer. So absolutely awesome. Uh, There's – it it sounds good, John. I would get in trouble for it, but – I, I might next trip. They only give you three hours to clog your arteries, which is very kind of them. Yeah. Uh, this one here, John, a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King removes physical distancing. And that looks good. It looks the Lion King is back at full capacity, John. That's awesome. Yeah, and hopefully soon uh, we can get back to the normal show because I know they had uh, um, taken some stuff out. So hopefully it. Uh, it gets back to because I think for a while they were running it without the tumble monkeys and without the bird part, which are two of the best uh, sections of the entire show. So. And our wonderful buddy Robbie Bottoms out in California, you know R- Robbie. I mean, th- I don't know anybody that eats better cuisine than Robbie. Do you, John? He does enjoy a good meal. You no, know, and but I, I did get a little upset with him about uh does Casey Corners have to serve hot dogs? Can't they serve something else? That was like blasphemy to me, John. What do you think? Well, who would, who, what? Um, is, no, that's like the one place you get a hot dog at and you yeah. feel good about. It's, yeah. it's baseball, it's Main Street, it's hot dogs. So yeah. It is what it is. You know? He was saying they should serve something other than hot dogs there. So me and him will have to disagree to disagree Rock. to disagree. <laughs> Now, and that's the one quick service location that I would love to, as uh, as petty as it may sound, it would make me so happy to be able to go in there and get a cold Bud Light with going hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's like the perfect place. I mean, that's where, if anywhere was beer was sold on Magic Kingdom, yep. that's where it should be sold. Baseball, hot dogs, and beer, man. Yes. That's it right there. So uh, They should sell hot pretzels there. They should have, too. Yeah, maybe even peanuts, right? Yeah, peanuts. Popcorn, apple, I mean, what is it? Peanuts, popcorns, Cracker Jacks. There you go. Yeah, so all that stuff there. Have pretzels, have more. They should have more. I I agree with Robbie. They should have more than just a hot dog there. I will say that. You know, more. They should have a full baseball menu, in my opinion. They should even maybe have some uh, nachos there, John. Yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea. Yeah, I've I've told you about that place out at uh, Universal that me and Lisa absolutely love. They have the... They have hot dogs from like nine different stadiums, baseball stadiums across the country, and they actually bring in the specific hot dogs that are served in those stadiums and make them just like you would get at that stadium. So it's 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 killer, man. I've tried about four of them, and uh, there's nothing like getting a Chicago hot dog that's really made with the appropriate hot dogs. Yeah, well, leave my Casey's alone, Robbie. I I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any more words about that. I mean. Uh, that's the one place where you want hot dogs. You know, now if Tangerine Cafe goes to serving hot dogs, yes. then we're going to have problems. So, but 100%. no, Casey's needs hot dogs. Uh, 
it said because there's another article here too about the Casey's Corner menu. Uh, corner menu suggests possible reopening soon. So this was the article before. So I just wanted to make sure there's no menu changes here that Robbie started trouble with. <laughs> uh, where are we at here with this menu? The pictures aren't loading yet, John. You ever notice when you want something to load fast, it never does? Yes, of course. And so, but I don't know. It's currently closed. I. I cannot wait. I, I just want everything open, John. On my next trip, it, it's it's just weird. Like, a lot of these places I don't eat at every trip, but it, it really bothered me that it wasn't open. Does that make sense? Yeah, you want the option. Yeah, because we just, with Casey's and all, we've never, ever planned on eating there. But there's there's always been a time where I had lunch, and then a, an hour later, I'm walking by there. I run in and grab a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So... But, nah, the menu looks pretty much the same, John. I was making sure nothing else changed here. And Robbie didn't get anybody's ear or anything. No, good job. making sure he didn't try to want to sell uh, the confit at, you know, Casey's Corner. <laughs> what do you think? Or uh, mahi, mahi, the confit. Uh, what else? Uh, bourbon glazed salmon. Is that what he wants over there? Oh, yeah. no, I know. I, I got to get it. Quail. We got to serve quail at Casey's Corner, right, John? No, maybe, maybe some foie gras and caviar. Yes, exactly. I don't even know it would be upper, upper crest enough if that was the menu there, John, for Robbie. What do you think? <laughs> It'll uh, be okay. Uh, uh, they have, oh, my God. They have, they're going to have frozen mint julep lemonade is the new has newly been added to the menu under specialty beverages. For, a mint julep is going to be six forty nine, John. So, uh, I guess that's uh, Robbie's KC out there in California, John. Yeah, pretty much. So, what else you have, Johnny? You got to head back. You're almost ready to go back to the, to yeah, the buses? Yeah, I, I, I've got to get some lunch before I go back to work. So, What's on the menu today? Oh, I have barbecue chicken left over from yesterday. Yeah, what's, actually, I had rotisserie chicken today before I came on the air. Ran up to the uh, local store and grabbed a couple of rotisseries to spoil Presley. <laughs> yeah, you're as bad as my mother-in-law. She does the same thing. So. He's on medication. No, leave him alone. <laughs> no, actually, though, I grew. The only reason I did that is because I didn't have to. I didn't. I had to buy more, but he needed it for his meds. But uh, I grill him chicken probably three times a week. He eats grilled chicken every, almost every day with his meal, John. Hey, uh, don't be jealous. If you moved in, I'd make you grilled chicken every day too, okay. John. If you want it. Oh, what is? Uh, oh, not what is, but the space race now reopens at Mission Space Training Labs at Epcot. Does anybody go in there? Any? Did anybody even know they were closed? Yeah, it's just one of those uh, hands-on experiences at the end of the attraction. But I mean, it's still good to see that stuff reopen. So hopefully, uh, I mean, soon the stuff at the end of Tesseract will reopen and all that type of stuff. Because there are some people that play that stuff, you know. So. It's awesome, but they need to. Once everything's back to normal, and all I think we can all agree, Mission Space needs to go bye-bye. That does not eat the people it should. No, ever... but I don't. I I don't see that even being talked about uh, leaving until after the fiftieth fiftieth anniversary is over and all that stuff, <laughs> and maybe moving on three or four years from now. I I see them trying to do something with it. But then again, I mean, uh, space exploration has got a. Uh, 
a shot in the arm in the last couple of years. So maybe there's uh, an interest in it, but uh, certainly in space, but in that attraction itself, probably not so much. So. Yeah, well, maybe Eli Musk can come in and uh, and yeah. uh, sponsor it and do something with it, or or know what Disney should do with the, how crazy Musk and the uh, Branson is from Virgin. He they should he, they should lie to each one of them saying each one of them was trying to buy Mission Space so he get a gold mine over there, <laughs> or or just give one one uh, pavilion to each of them and make them outdo each other. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. I've been watching Entourage as I've been recovering lately, so we could, they could get, I, I've been get learning from Ari about the thievery of the lying about it. So, uh, Chapik should call up and Eli and say, listen, uh, Branson is really trying to buy Mission Space from us. You wouldn't believe what he's offered. You better jump on this before uh, he buys it. And then they'll get a bidding war. Maybe we can get a good ride out of that, John. There you go. There you go. If this happens, John. We're gonna we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to file for uh, re- restitution for our idea. Copyright infringement. Yeah, yes, well, as I could see that happening, John. But I want to let you head back again. Everybody, thanks for your well wishes. Thanks for checking in on me. I mean, Tommy and Judith, they've checked in on me multiple times. I love you guys. I really appreciate it. Everybody else did. John, you're a great friend. I appreciate you looking out for me. I mean, it it's. It's really, it's one of the, the, again, we don't make a lot of money off this show, John. We can, we can both attest to that. But what we have found is priceless. The friends that we have made through this show are priceless, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Uh, It's an amazing, uh, uh, it's amazing to find people from across the country that have the same uh, likes and dislikes that you do when it comes to uh, where you want to spend your vacation at. So So it's great. I mean, that last trip that we had with you guys was it, it paid this show all the time and labor that I put in this show just by hanging out with you guys. And the memories we made was uh, it paid me back in full in full for all the hours I put into the show. So I really yeah. appreciate you guys. So thank you. And uh, thank, uh, thanks, everybody, for their kindness. Thanks for the DMs, the, the text messages, the everything. I really, really appreciate it. As you can hear. My big mouth is still working, so you guys are going to deal with it, hopefully for quite a few more years longer. Another maybe, this is episode 651, hopefully we get another 651 out of me, John. There you go, yeah, well, we're shooting for enough. we're shooting for an even two grand, how about that? There you go, Johnny. You head back, everybody be kind to one another. Again, thank you for your reviews over on iTunes, please go over and leave some more for us. Uh, everybody have a good day, be kind to one another, we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Come see me on the buses. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.